Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alfstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Hey, Pro Football Playbook Podcast listeners, I'm your host, Bill Ofsted, sitting down with Keith Myers. We are continuing our series on looking at uh, rosters across the league, roster evaluation shows uh, up this week, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers, two talented rosters. Uh, one made the playoffs last year, the other didn't. Are those roles reversed this year? Welcome in, Keith. Yeah, uh, this might be the most uh talented show uh that we do because both of these teams believe that they are legit super bowl contenders at this point um the raiders the team we'll start with here the loss of the vegas raiders um i'm almost guarantee i'm going to say oakland at least once during the show um <laughs> there i helped you I, out i put i put that uh up on the screen just so uh, it's a reminder for you <laughs> um the las vegas raiders yes um but yeah they they made the playoffs last year and then made a couple of incredible additions to a playoff roster um and yet you make the you make the initial um you know tease that you think they're the um the odd man out in the afc west of that since all four teams likely aren't going to make the playoffs, you think the Raiders are actually the team that's going to be most likely not to. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they, they, and let's be honest, Keith, they squeaked into the playoffs on a highly dysfunctional team, uh, mostly because of the, the coaching situation that they had, not because of what was going on on the roster. I thought the roster was, 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 was okay. It's a pretty decent roster. I thought they outperformed expectations though. When John Gruden left, they had the interim head coach come in, um, and then they squeaked by the Chargers uh, in the last game there to get into the playoffs, and um, and then they were out. So um, this is a team that, that was on the periphery and just made it in uh, to that seventh overall spot uh, because of the rosters, uh, the, the the playoff uh, overall. Um, teams in uh, expanded to seven teams last year. Now, yeah, but this okay, you're year gonna mention, you're going to mention the the John Gruden situation, and that's not the only piece of massive um, uh, drama well, that they happened had, off the field. Yeah, and they had the the wide receiver uh, situation. I think everybody knows about all that kind of stuff. It was highly yeah. disruptive, Keith. There's no question about it for a and number they still of different reasons. Made the playoffs, and I admire that. I mean, there was a lot to be. Uh, as as an outside fan looking in, um, I was really impressed with what they did to bring this team together to to make the playoffs and to push. Now in the off season, this is why we're here. This is why we're talking about the the, the team, what they did, what they didn't do. Um, Josh McDaniels comes in after being out of the coaching uh, league uh, as as a head coach for for over a decade. Uh, went back to Bill Belichick and um, helped the offensive coordinator 
position there for a long time and then now is back coaching. Uh, Mick Lombardi is the offensive coordinator now with Patrick Graham as the uh, defensive coordinator. Um, so that change is now at the top. New off, uh, offense is going to be installed. Uh, Derek Carr uh, was re-upped uh, to an extension. So he's their long-term quarterback, Marcus Mariota, their backup for, for uh, three years, was shipped out uh, or, or not re-signed, went to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And then they made a couple of acquisitions this year, I think, that really set the tone. Obviously, the Devontae Adams trade, they shipped out some picks to the Green Bay Packers for that. But I thought that that was a really nice addition, obviously, in the offseason to get one of the top two or three wide receivers in the NFL to help Derek Carr uh, take the next step um, towards a playoff push. It was was great. And then beyond that, um, they were able to sign Chandler Jones away from the Arizona Cardinals uh, in yeah. free agency, which really helps their defense. One now, of the beyond those pass rushers in the last when healthy, yeah. So when uh, so beyond that though, I thought that they were fairly neutral this year. So is that beyond, enough for them? That yeah. Well, those are two great Be, things, but they're two players. This is a team game. What I'm saying is beyond that, besides, did, they, besides did they have enough attrition? All pros. Did they have enough? <laughs> did they have attrition in other positions and then neutral uh, as far as uh, getting better? And is Josh McDaniels going to be able to come in and coach this team up and allow Derek Carr to be the best player that he can be at that spot? Well, um, versus the rest of the division, it's not Josh. Just, this isn't Josh in a vacuum. Josh McDaniels Keith. is going to be better than the mess this they had last year. This isn't in a vacuum. This is the Las Vegas Raiders, not just the team, but how are they going to be positioned in that uh, the best division in football? Easily the best division in football. I, I just want to argue that I think that this roster is significant. Like it is, it's a good roster. Um, their offensive line is good. Their um, running back room is good. Their wide receivers um, wouldn't have been, but they, you know, added Devonte Adams, and and yeah. so now everyone gets shifted down a slot. Um, and so you guys, Hunter Renfro is no longer, you know, mm-hmm. thought of as the, as the as the number one. He's now the number two, and that's a good move for the for this team. And then the defense, just look at look at their defensive line with Max Crosby, John Hankins. Um, Belial Nichols and then Chandler Jones. Like, find me a better line across the pole, um, you know, front four than that. Um, and then they added Rocky Sin on the back end. Uh, you know, we too. didn't mention that, but that's a great get. Yeah. And so they've, this is a roster that's built and ready. And now they've got some stability at their, in their coaching because uh, Gruden certainly wasn't that. He was a mess, um, both, you know, in terms of what the job he was doing, but then also all the stuff that came in and and just tried really hard to tear the team apart. Um, and credit, you know, Carr uh, for being one of the you know guys that helped kept this this team together and allowed them to, despite all of the craziness going on, still manage to, um, you know keep it together, win some games. They lost some games last year that they shouldn't have lost, but it was right in the middle of all that 
trauma. And then once the, the dust settled a little bit, you know, they, they got it turned back around and, and started winning again. And, and, um, you know, had it not been for all of that crazy, they're probably, you know, at least two more wins than they had last year. And they don't just eke into the playoffs. They go in easy. Um, and yeah, mm. I mean, I, I just think that this roster is better than you're giving it credit for. I don't think that it is. And I think Chandler Jones is 33 years old, edge rusher, missed significant time in the last two years. I think that that move, while viewed in a positive light, is a great move. I think that if he plays 10 games and gives them 33-year-old version of Chandler Jones, I don't, I'm not sure exactly if that helps them or not. Uh, Devontae Adams is a great get, but now um, Derek Carr's throwing to him instead of Aaron Rodgers in a, in a different offense. Um, so it's possible that Devontae Adams' numbers go down a little bit. And in this division, uh, when you're taking a look at the Kansas City Chiefs and you're taking a look at the team we're going to talk about next, the Los Angeles Chargers, and now the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos and the talent that they've got on that roster. This is the fourth best team in this division, whether you like it or not. And it could be that. that this team is still a nine and 10 win team this year, even with the additions. That's yeah, the way I, I that's the way I see it only because of the division they're in. Now you put the, you drop this team into another division. Let's say the NFC West, or uh, let's say the AFC South or any, any other division. This team is probably the second best team in, in any division, except for this, or the, or the best team in that division. Um, and I, like I said, you, I don't know, you just really uh, undersold uh, Derek Carr in that last statement. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, when has he outperformed what I just said? Almost every game in his career. <laughs> Derek Carr has been a legit player. Um, There's no question that he can throw for yards, <laughs> Keith, but but um, accuracy, completion percentage, touchdown to interception ratio, all of those things tell me that he's uh, not a top 10 quarterback, but just outside of that. Okay. So in this um, division, that's not going to cut it, is what I'm saying. You've got three quarterbacks that are head and heels better than Derek Carr. Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he's on the outside looking in, and those other three quarterbacks are in a position, much better position, I think, to uh, compete in, uh, for the for the division title and uh, in the AFC in general. Derek Carr is a underrated player. He is a better quarterback than you're giving him. Credit. He's never had the roster that some of those other players have had. And still does never. He has never had legit weapons to throw to. Correct. Hunter but Renfro everyone's going to be co- the best. There's nothing the best. that's going to scare any team outside of Devonte Adams. So you know what? Devonte Adams get a double teamed every single play. Okay, for double teaming Hunter Renfro every single play last year because they didn't have Devonte Adams. Now they have to count for Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has been double teamed on every single play for the last four years. And he's still managed to put up stats. 
Um, now you have you put him in there as one of the two best receivers in the league, and it makes everyone Derek else. Carr has still got to get get the ball into windows that only Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback in this league has been able to throw into. And now you're asking Derek Carr to make those throws. So we'll see. You, it's either you're going to be right or I'm going to be right. I'm just saying he has had a he has had a significantly weaker set of weapons around him than it's true what you what what you've it's seen similar in to teams. like Matthew Stafford still, with the, with the yeah. Lions. It's similar to that. You put Derek Carr in a playoff ready team that that can go deep and maybe you have the same sort of transformation. I'm just not sure the rest of the roster is quite quite at the level that maybe you're indicating. That's all. I'm, I, and it's not that far apart. I'm, and I'm not a, uh, a Derek Carr hater. In fact, after last year, I think he's earned some respect around the league after that performance. But I still think it falls short in the division. Well, we will find out. I just I think you're underselling this team, clearly, from this discussion. But, um, you know, we'll find somebody's out. Somebody's got to um, lose in this. Somebody's got to lose in this division. And I think it's the Raiders. Because... When we talk about all the other teams that we talk about in this division, I just think that those get, those teams are better. The thing is that they've also got 11 games that aren't in the division. And, you know, they're going to, even if, even if let's say they go three and five in the division, right? You got 11 games that aren't in the division. That's, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of wins that they're going to get in there because this is a quality team and a quality roster. Where do you think they are in win total? Do you think they're in an 11 win team or pushing I 12? A, I think they're an 11 to 12 win team. It comes down to how, how much of within the division, how much do these teams beat up on each other? Uh, because getting, Getting wins in this division is going to be hard for all four teams. Yeah. Um, and so the other. Do they have the gonna, firepower to 11. get past Kansas City? Can they score with Kansas City? Can they, they defend wait, the can, Chargers? Is, is Kansas City going to be an explosive offense without Tyreek Hill? Can Chandler Jones get to Russell Wilson the way that he got to him when he was with the Arizona Cardinals at 33 years old? Yes, because he's got Max Crosby rushing on the other side. And you've got um, Nichols coming up the middle. Yeah, and Jonathan and there's, stuff in the run. And there's, you know, Vernon Butler who's going to come in on um, passing downs to um, provide additional push up the middle. It's interesting. It's an it. interesting offense or and a defense. You know, it's an interesting roster. It is. I'm just I'm not sold. And I'm not sure sold on McDaniels either. Well, that part I'll give you because I mean his past uh says not to be as far as when he was a head coach, but um he there's a reason why he has been on the top of every team's list for the last you know, five years. And then he finally decided to leave new England because he finally found a situation that he was happy mm -hmm. enough with mm -hmm. because so, he, 
he's known he's been he's been you know the guy and so he's either going to wait out um you know belichick and take over there or he needed the exact right situation where he knew he could come in and win and he picked this team out of all the different um teams he could have signed with over and the i think that's a wise years. choice i really do i think it's an up-and-coming roster and ascending situation with Derek carr locked in now um it's a good situation for a coach like that uh before we leave the raiders uh what did you think of their their draft after giving up draft capital for Devontae adams yeah for them i mean that's a hard um it's, they've gave up everything they, they didn't get the first they didn't have their first pick until the 90th pick in the draft um you know, uh, Dylan Parham as a, as a guard is probably the least sexy thing that they could have gotten with their first pick. Um, but it was a smart, solid pick in that don't you, in this situation, you don't go for sexy, you go for, um, upside and talent. And they went with, uh, someone who is going to win in the trenches. And I thought that was a good pick. Um, you know, Neil Farrell Jr. Um, with their fourth round pick uh, again. I like that win, pick actually. Win in the trenches. Zamir White um, in their running back is a guy that has, uh, you know, a lot of tread left on those tires because he. Didn't I agree. Get, didn't get the the usage at Georgia because they were so deep at the running back position, um, but has all the talent. Um, you know, Matthew Butler again, defensive tackle. You went in the trenches um Mumford Jr. offensive tackle went in the trenches and then finally their last pick Burton Brown another running back they went every single pick is your offense defensive line or running back because you win in the NFL look by at their, being able to maintain in the yeah trenches. look at their running back room now you want to talk about a team now I'm not sure exactly what Josh McDaniels is going to want to do but they've clearly got a room here where they can run the football effectively um, yeah. with Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, obviously. Uh, and then you've got Zamir White, and then uh, Amir Abdullah is, is there as well to kind of catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, I don't know and if he makes Brand the roster or not. Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a good room. Plus, they've got a fullback on the roster, Jacob Johnson, as well. Um, so they clearly, I think, want to be able to run the ball and help that uh, Derek Carlett offense. It could be interesting. Um, if there's going to be one surprise or one upset in this division, it could be the Raiders over the Denver Broncos, I think, um, as being the team that might make the playoffs and Denver could be look outside looking in. Yeah. I mean, um, it, Denver is a sexy team because of, um, you know, they got their quarterback finally, but they're also a team that, you know, we'll see if it translates into wins because and Nathaniel Hackett doesn't have any head coaching experience. Well, this is exactly. an interesting, interesting thing for them. And, and it's a, a situation where um, Russell Wilson was at his best in terms of efficiency and all of that stuff when he had, um, when he had a, a solid running game. And I don't know if, Nathaniel Hackett and uh, that offense and the idea that they he's there Russell Wilson's there to to throw a lot on mm -hmm. and that's the reason why he picked mm -hmm. uh, Denver as a team to land with was because he was going to be allowed to just go out and cook and throw and throw and throw 
does that work? Um, you know, we'll see. But at the same time, like that's been a team that's been right there on the verge of, you know, making the playoffs despite having nothing at quarterback. And now they've got a really good one. So we'll see. Um, but that's another uh, another show. Let's um, talk about the Chargers because the Chargers are this team that I feel like nobody's talking about. And that makes no sense to me. And now here's a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Day Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah. Because well, they were outside looking in, but they've got one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the league already uh, coming mm-hmm. into. Uh, is it going to be year year three? three? Yeah, year three. Jeez. So year three um, with 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 the quarterback there and Justin Hubert and um, uh, overall in their off season they needed to do a few different things i thought that they did one of those things was uh shipping out a second round pick uh for khalil mack um imagine getting khalil mack for only a second round pick and and it's hard to do but they've been they swallowed a lot of that contract um and so i thought it was a great get um one of the best moves in the off season to be able to do that and then cj jackson in free agency to solidify that uh, defensive back room keith i thought those two additions right there were clearly just as valuable i think to the chargers as the moves that we talked about uh, for the raiders well and that wasn't that that is not the end of what um what they did (laughs) because you just go through and you you look at um getting kyle vanoi uh, at linebacker, who's a who's a rush linebacker, and we'll be able to do stuff there, and um, you know Austin Johnson on the defensive line, and and they just went, they went defense, and then they went defense again, and then they went defense again, and you know Sebastian Joseph Day um, uh, on the defensive line, and and they just kept mm, mm-hmm. going back to um, the free agency, you know pool and and adding defensive players because the offense was explosive and just consistently great last season but the defense let him down over and over and over again and yeah. so they add you know Khalil Mack and Vinoy and Joseph Day and Johnson and Covington and Fox all on the defensive like front seven um yeah and then yeah. JC Jackson on the on the back end, which is probably one of the top three corners in the, in the league. Yeah, 
I mean, this they they spent a bunch of money to upgrade a defense and then went into the draft um not needing to dump their entire draft at their yeah. defense because they, and already, they just let the draft come to them. Yeah. And getting Zion Johnson at offensive um yeah. uh guard slash center. Um yeah. that was a great pick. I mean that was a fantastic pick. I not agree. Like, not sexy but again you know you win in the trenches i think he immediately um, comes in and plays right guard yeah absolutely and it's an upgrade there um and then you know isaiah spiller um in the fourth round, 123 in the, in the fourth round and this is um, a guy he, that i think could have gone into the in the 50s when at 123 tremendous value and really fell into their laps yeah i mean he was a guy that was thought of in the 40s and 50s until he ran a little slow at the combine. Yeah, he did. And then just fell. I mean, he fell a long way. But for most of the year, like during the actual season, he was thought of as the best running back in the class. He could be the next, if he stays healthy, could, he could be like a Chris Carson. Chris Carson came into the league as a seventh-round draft pick for the Seattle Seahawks, ended up running like a five, or not four, six range. In, yeah. in the 40 before he came into the league, then he had some injuries and so forth. Isaiah Spiller's that, ran the four, six-ish range, but he's that same type of running back. Guy isn't oh, yeah. going to be explosive or a home run hitter from any spot in the field, but he's going to run between the tackles for you with attitude, pick up chunk chunk yards because he makes guys miss and uh, yards and after contact and yeah. runs people over. He's that kind of a guy. And uh, one or two years good. in the league, he's going to develop that. He's also uh, a fairly well-developed pass blocker um, for a guy coming into the league, which is usually not something that you see at all. And a guy who receives the ball well out of the backfield. He's yeah. kind of that. Uh, it, he's not a home run hitter. But um, but they've already got Austin Eckler there. Yeah, they don't need a home run hitter. They need yeah. they needed they needed steady um, they between that. the tackles. It was perfect. And, perfect. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's it, it's a great pickup. Um, yeah, I agree. Was, so they were only one or two players away, I thought, from making the playoffs and then uh, having some, some sustained success. Um, I thought they maybe could have done a little bit more for weapons to help uh, to, to help out uh, Justin Hubert. But nonetheless, they invested in their offensive line. They got the running back that can run between the tackles to help them sustain drives, convert third downs, run the offense a little bit more efficiency than they have been. Uh, Brandon Staley's the coach. Uh, you got Joe Lombardi as the offensive coordinator there. This team's on the rise, ascending with Khalil Mack, the 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 JC Jackson uh pickup and and the others that you mentioned. We just talked about the Las Vegas Raiders being ascending and getting into the playoffs. And I was, you know, you accused me of diminishing their roster and Derek Carr. Now we've just talked about a team that I think has definitely surpassed the Las Vegas Raiders as far as talent overall on the roster and uh, looks to be challenging to me, the Kansas city chiefs for supremacy in this division with Denver being the third best team in the, in the, in the division and Las, Las Vegas is coming up sh just short. That's the way I see it. Keith. Yeah. I, this defense, they've added a lot to it, but it was, it was so bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't just, horrible. It was horrible. 
It was one of the worst run defenses. Yeah, but they got Jerry Tillery defends the run really well. You added Joseph Day. You add you have Joey Bosa there. Um, if he can stay healthy, their their running back room, their their linebacker room, I thought was kind of the, maybe their weak link, and they added Khalil Mack. I mean, they added what they needed to add to transform this defense. I think into something that's going to be. Um, they, they maybe they're not top 10 defending the run, but they're going to be in the conversation for at least top 15. This is a top 15 defense on paper, and they just need they to put were, it together. But they were a 30, they were the 32nd ranked defense last year for a reason, yeah. And I think they substantially improved, they have substantially improved. Um, I think you go from being like the worst defense in the league to being middle of the pack. Is that good enough? Well, when you've got, yeah. It when your offenses be. is when your offenses is dynamic and great as they were last year and they're going to be again this year i think that it is good enough but they're they we'll see there mm-hmm. is a lot there there was a lot of improvement that had to happen um with this defense for them to truly be a contender and you're right and you you don't have to even just look at the competition in the AFC West. The entire AFC is going to be throwing offenses at them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good teams, good teams. There are more teams that are playoff worthy in the AFC than there are spots. Oh, and absolutely. so the Chargers are at risk. There's the like Raiders are at teams. risk. The Denver Broncos are at risk for even making it out of their own division. Um, so it's going to be fantastic to watch this division. It's just one of those, um, mm-hmm. one of those deals where there's, there's not a lot of weak links in this division and it's, well, yeah, it's going to be and, fun to watch. And you're going to, what you're going to notice is there's going to be teams like Indy and, um, you know, Tennessee, whichever team, um, doesn't win that division, whoever's in second still has a significantly easier road to the playoffs than, you know, the chargers and Raiders, because, the Chargers and Raiders have to play each other, whereas the second place team in the South gets to play um, Jacksonville, yeah, <laughs> right, uh, and Houston. Um, and so, I mean, the it, weakest division now in the in the um, in the AFC is probably the AFC East, and even that has got three teams that could be playoff worthy if Miami steps forward. New England was right there. They've got an ascending kind of team. Buffalo's obviously there. In the AFC North, uh, everyone wants to poo-poo Baltimore Ravens, but they did some stuff this offseason to kind of help. Jackson's back, healthy. Cincinnati was was in the Super Bowl. They were in the Super Bowl. And then Cleveland Browns got got Watson if he plays. Pittsburgh's Mm -hmm. probably got a few years to go. Uh, then Indianapolis and Tennessee are going to be there in the conversation, in, and then the, the South, whole entire yeah. AFC West. So you've got 10, 10 plus teams that should be in the playoffs, probably would be in the playoffs if they were in the N- NFC. Um, so it'd be fantastic to watch. It's going to be fun. That's, that's what I was just saying. Like the if you're in the if you're one of those two teams in the South, you've got a much easier path to those wins than um, yes. Than the you know the teams in the West, the West is just that good. But I still think that, um, you know, three of these four teams are going to make the playoffs. 
And it's going to really what it comes down to is we're arguing, oh, which roster is better? It's going to come down to who's healthier. Um, if Chandler Jones stays healthy for most of the year, um, I think the Raiders make the playoffs. If he gets hurt, you were talking about if they only get 10 games out of him, they may not because they don't have the pass rush to stay with um, with the Chargers. Yeah. So it comes down to health, and that's not something that you and I can predict. And it's not just about how good the roster is. There's a lot of just, you know, football luck involved. Interesting. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I agree with you that the talent-wise, at the top of the show, you'd mentioned that this is going to be one of the most talented shows that we have. And I am still on the fence on that. Um, I think the you know obviously when you talk about Devonte uh, Adams and Chandler Jones adding to your roster and and all the rest of the talent there that's great but then you go to the Chargers and you look at the talent that they've added and so forth and that they have um, it's it's quite evident that this division is going to be unreal so anyway that's it for now uh, back next week uh, where are we going we're we're talking about the Rams and and uh, somebody else. Um, so that'll be great. The Rams um, and, so, and, and somebody else. Yeah, Just Miami somebody Dolphins. Else would be the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, sorry, yeah, the Dolphins. Sorry, Miami fans. Um, you just definitely got. I was um, trying to think al- alphabetically right <laughs> through all the teams in the NFL. I couldn't run through them in my head quick enough. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. You can find me at Alfred NFL and the show. Uh, you know how to subscribe. All that good stuff. So until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.